quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, Yes Guy. It's that time of the week. Time now for episode 25 of Yes Guy on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the TSN and iHeartRadio apps, and also on Apple Music. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Perry, how are you today, sir? Very good, Jim. It's uh, great to uh, kick off our 25th episode. Wow. Why, are you out for a walk or something? What's going on there? No, man, I'm excited. This is this is momentous for us. <laughs> it is twenty five episodes. So coming up on the episode, uh, yeah, the broadcast, the podcast, the episode today. Warren Saku, he's going to talk about among other things. You know, he's got uh, Olympic experience, baseball insider, but also uh, a security professional in the cyber world. That's going to be a fascinating. I, we may have to scramble his voice. I, I don't know. Segment number two, Dan Dunleavy will stop by. He is the Sabres play-by-play voice. In segment number three, Scott Hart, he's the senior highlight manager for TSN Sports Center. He's going to stop by. And then, of course, the ultimate finish, Yes Guy, No Guy. Are you all set? I'm all set. Okay. Kincaid Construction's painting team knows paint like Canada knows hockey. Residential, commercial, Kincaid painters do it all. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. And if you're looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker Remax West Realty Brokerage has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call or text them at 647-292-8886. Servicing, are you ready for this? Get your GPS out. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody. And that includes our good buddy, Warren Sockew. Q, welcome. How are you, buddy? Jimmy, doing well, buddy. Great to be back with you. Uh, it's a gorgeous day out there, Jimmy. When I get done with this, I'm going to go hit some golf balls in my backyard with my homemade oh, yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, buddy. There you go. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> People started to veer off the road. What? Where is it open? <laughs> Q had the inside info on the golf, but no. <laughs> no, buddy. No. I, I built the range back there. It's ready to go. Okay, so did you you know put in some nuances to make it difficult, or is, like describe your range for us? Well, it's this little four but mesh net that I have, so I have an alleyway, Jimmy. What I did, I've got a, a little uh, you know astroturf uh, hitting uh, area, and then I hit into the mesh, and then what I what I also acquired, so I can I can do the driving, I can do the long irons, do some short, and then I've got one of those small nets that has the multiple holes to it that you can work on the chipping, right? So I pretend I'm playing a whole driver, iron, chipping, and then I get the per- perfect uh, practice putting mat so that I can pull that out and then go complete basically what would be the putt. So that's, you know, play 18 holes right there. Yeah, I mean, golf is the ultimate head game anyway, so if you need to convince yourself of something, you could do it on the range or you could spend 150 bucks and do it on the course. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, say hi to Perry Lefko. Hey, Perry, how are you, sir? Very good. I'm a huge golf fan. Love watching golf on TV. So you're a golfer. Let me ask you a question. Do you follow golf? And if you do, what are your thoughts about Bryson DeChambeau? I do follow golf. I follow it very much. Um, yeah, uh, I personally, 
I'm not a huge fan. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of our Canadians, um, and, and so that's nothing against uh, Bryson. Um, he does hit it a long way. He has proven that distance uh, uh, can, uh, you know, dominate a golf course. Uh, I believe he's transformed himself like no other golfer has, which is very unique. And I think he has a I'm going to prove you wrong mentality, which has served him well. He has that, uh, you know, I call the Jordan factor kind of a chip on his shoulder every time he goes goes out and plays. So that, those are my thoughts on him. I, I, I like a, a number of other golfers, but I totally respect uh, where he comes from and, and his mindset and his preparation. So let me just go back to what you said before about what you did there in your backyard. I mean, that's kind of unique. Um, do a lot of people know about it? Does anybody ever want to come over to your place to just putt around, <laughs> take a few drives, whatever? Yeah, actually, what I've done is I've used uh, some of this to provide as gifts to my friends. So, that, you know, they see, whether it be on the social medias, if I posted a picture, or even people walking down the street who look down the alleyway and see and ask me some questions, right? And sometimes I go the other way where I chip back into that small net and these balls, and, and I use the plastic balls so that, you know, we're not damaging anything here, right? It's not like I'm taking full on, you know, I, I don't want to take uh, any windows, uh, my neighbor's windows uh, into account here. So I, I've lightened the load in terms of the golf ball. I can then chip the other way if it rolls down onto the grass or into the, you know, the street, it's not going to hurt anything. And, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of interest from people. And like I said, I've actually used some of this as gifts for friends uh, during the world of COVID that we live in. Hey, come on. You, you are a baseball player. You can sock the heck out of the ball, can't you? Yeah, I, I love to hit. I mean, uh, hitting was always my strength, uh, Jimmy, so I love to hit the ball. Uh, you and I have played uh, you know, directions uh, sometimes uh, are not at a <laughs> not optimal, but uh, distance <laughs> distance is always fun, right? What do they call oh, uh, yeah. home runs, right? Uh, yeah, they come yeah. to watch the home runs. <laughs> okay, so, so so take me through this because the baseball swing uh, uses more arms than the golf swing, right? But it is still a step through. So what what are the the, the differences between the baseball swing and the golf swing? Well, first of all, most definitely the stride, right? The stride that yeah. you would have in a baseball swing is different. Now, I've seen many a golfer use the stride, the stride into the golf ball as a practice mechanism. So you can use that as a momentum in getting through the golf swing. So there is a similarity, but you do have that front foot that is actually a trigger mechanism. Um, I would say they're very similar in terms of the load. The only difference is the load of the golf swing is much deeper, right? Getting those hands up, trying to get that golf club back to parallel above the head. In baseball, it's a shorter, more compact load to get the bat ready. And then through the swinging zone, if you look at an Aaron Judge or you look at some of these guys that hit the ball, uh, you know, Vladdy Guerrero, you actually see that, that nice load of the club or, you know, as I say, the bat uh, to give them that trigger mechanism, to give them that speed. And then I'll say the, the key um, similarity is that um, I would call it maybe 12 to 18 inches or 24 inches uh, where the hands come into the ball. Jim, and you know this, it's those quick hands, right? Whether you're yep. swinging a bat in its bat speed through the zone the guys on the PGA Tour who hit for distance have incredible um, speed through the zone. So you're looking at, you know, 115, 120, 130 plus um, uh, uh, ball speeds off, off the club. 
Think about what Vladdy Guerrero does when he hits a line drive at 115 miles per hour, a line drive in the gap. That is absolutely generating speed of the bat, and that's quickness through the zone. And it's very tough to teach that. That's almost something that you have to have developed just, you know, over the years and and with actually pure strength and, and conditioning. Jim mentioned the part about the Olympics, and I'm wondering if it was you in this time of COVID, if you had a chance to go to the Olympics, would you do it? Oh, man, I would. And I've been to, uh, I competed in 88, and uh, it, it was life altering for me. And the, the way my life changed because I competed, obviously not in a COVID environment, but I competed in Seoul, Korea. Um, the people I met, the athletes uh, I remember seeing there, like Gabriella Sabatini, David Robinson, uh, I met Miss Universe of all people. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. So, um, oh, guy. you know, I, 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 oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I met her in a Burger King. I mean, you know, uh, who knows where you're going to meet Miss Universe, but. Uh, Anyhow, uh, that's a different story. Uh, you know, really, I would, Perry, I, I think that the Olympics are the ultimate, um, you know, global event. It, it is transformational. I, I've taken friends over when I broadcast, like in Athens. I brought some of my best friends over to the Olympics to experience it, to see what it was like to, you know, participate in an opening ceremonies and to go watch, you know, swimming or beach volleyball or you name it, any any sport at the Olympics, just to watch the, the most gifted athletes, um, you know, and the way these athletes prepare, you know, the time it takes for them to, you know, literally compete, you know, in that two-and-a-half-week, uh, three-week schedule. It, it's very, very impressive, and uh, I would go. I, I, would, uh, I would personally, obviously, protect myself, you know, in this world, but I wouldn't turn that down. So Jim mentioned before about cybersecurity, which is huge. I mean, you take a cell phone, any part of a cell phone is, is could be, you know, that's cybersecurity right there. So tell me basically what is involved in cybersecurity and, you know, what steps can people take to, to just make themselves feel secure? Yeah. Oh, boy, this is a it's a very hot topic uh, you talk about, Perry, because uh, if anybody's followed the news, um, our infrastructures now, because uh, a lot of the infrastructure that we have uh, these days is either legacy infrastructure. If you think about, you know, electrical uh, facilities, if you think about, you know, oil and gas, if you think about, uh, you know, even atomic plants. Uh, many of the operational technology systems that are out there in the world to date have uh, lived in their own world. And, and I'm using this as an example because um, we are just starting to learn the edge of what cybersecurity means in terms of our exposure. And I was listening to a podcast where the U.S. Army has built a cyber defense institute and they're running what they call game days or they're running these uh, tabletop activities and they're using that virtual, right? Because of COVID, everything's done virtually. But they're doing them in conjunction with municipalities, large cities. They're doing them with education. They're obviously doing them with critical infrastructure areas like port authorities, you know, like, um, you know, electronical grid, uh, the electrical grid, so the utilities companies. And what they're doing is they're running simulations on not only uh, a terrorist cyber attack, but also a natural disaster. And what the combination of a natural disaster and a potential, um, uh, uh, you know, an exposure to cyber post 
natural disaster can open us up to. And you mentioned uh, devices. Uh, no more than now have we seen the absolute growth of devices and the data. And every device that you look at in your home, if you look around your, your, your office or you look around now to your fridge, these are all connected to the Internet. These all have, a, you know, an availability and an exposure. And we call this exposure landscape, you know, the digital edge. And that digital edge is now growing and exploding. And you think about, they talk about numbers of devices. Well, right there, this is like a, a, a breeding ground for cyber um, gangs to go and start to attack. And one thing we're learning about the cyber gangs is, they are um, actually launching less ransomware attacks than they ever have, but they're making them much more surgical. So they're doing their homework and they know exactly the type of companies that they want to go after because they know if they can get these companies to pay, like the Colonial Pipeline paid $5 million, um, and I would never recommend a company pay. I, I would, I, I would uh, enlist and involve some of the great cyber companies out there to, to help you and, and to, to look at the data that, that you've backed up. I would not pay these, um, these criminals. Uh, once you deal with the criminals, right, you're not dealing in good faith. So um, it, it's a very difficult uh, environment we're living. The work from home has expanded. And, you know, I work with companies now and I work with some of our critical infrastructure and network players. Um, they are, are absolutely redefining what this edge means and what this work from home means for them. And I know many companies are thinking the exact same thing. Is it, you know, we're, we're living in a new world and we're not going to go back to having as many people working from an office. And therefore, we must protect our employees at the edge like we would have them behind the four walls in our own facility, much like you would have a data center um, back in, you know, when, when technology was starting, everything was protected within a data center. That data center wall has come down and that edge has now gone out and your, your, your um, corporate edge has now literally exploded out to, the, to a whole new realm. So those are some of the key areas that, that we see and that I see every day and that we help companies and, and, and individuals try to deal with. Q, uh, quick answer here, uh, and sorry we couldn't alter your voice, so you've been exposed uh, on the World Wide Web. But anyway, uh, you know, some, some, there's some real basic advice for security for the, the average person, and, and you know, what yeah. kind of, a, what kind of a, uh, an industry is this? We, we must be talking hundreds of billions of dollars here. Yeah, it, it is, Jim. I, just to answer your question, when you look at the uh, market and the addressable market, we call it the TAM, right, the total addressable market, um, in cybersecurity, and this is, you know, we're predominantly talking about, when I use these numbers, I, I talk about the, the enterprise, okay, or the business side. So, you know, think about the consumer side, taking it even to another level, but you know, we're looking at a $73 billion total, total addressable market in 2021, and they're talking about that growing uh, north of $93 billion by 2024. And so that kind of covers him, network security, endpoint, zero trust, the IoT, the Internet of Things that we talk about and I talked about with the operational technology, and then the cloud. So those four components make up that $73 billion right now in 2021, which is growing exponentially. On the consumer side, great question. What you can do, first of all, get yourself, obviously, uh, you know, if you can, get some type of a firewalling solution, even if it's consumer grade uh, for your home. 
many of the the um, the uh, uh, communications and telco operators provide uh, solutions that you can build for your home. Um, go ahead and assess every password that you have. Go be very brutal on yourself in terms of your simple passwords, right? Your your first name dot last name or, or things like, um, you know, your one, two, three, four, five. Um, the algorithms that uh, hackers can run now are, are staggering how quickly they can break into systems just by, you know, loose passwords. Another thing is make sure not only if you if you're aware of what phishing is phishing is uh emails that come in and we're all kind of aware of this because we all get those spam filters that are overloaded with um spam messages but don't click on those links if it doesn't you know use the smell test right if it doesn't smell right and it doesn't look right like don't you know get rid of it delete it and and so you know just take that extra step don't click on that link even if it came from a trusted source you know, pick up the phone and call that person and ask them. And then there's another um, also area that uh, companies uh, are, are taking huge or being taken advantage of. And this is um, uh, through vishing, which is voicemail phishing or, or voice phishing. And uh, many of us have gotten those phone calls. There's one out there now that's, um, you know, spoofing Amazon and, uh, and basically having you, you know, uh, press one to talk to a human being. Be very careful of those two, Jim. So those are a few things. I, I know that was a little bit uh, uh, lengthy there, but, uh, you know, I want to make sure everybody's staying protected here in the world of COVID and not being taken advantage of. Q, nice to reconnect. We'll have you back as soon as you straighten that swing out. Thank you. All right, boys. Great chatting. Thanks a lot. Very <laughs> Warren Sakyu. <laughs> Warren Sakyu. Coming up next, Dan Dunleavy. Kincaid Construction's painting team makes it look easy. They bring skill, attention to detail, and professional know-how to every project. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. If you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647 292 or email charles at remaxwest.net. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Stay safe in the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, Contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. That's a nice equation. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors, Incorporated. Guest number two, Dan Dunleavy, voice of the Buffalo Sabres. Dan, welcome. How are you? Uh, I'm nervous. Um, after listening to your conversation with Warren, I'm not sure if I should be pressing one before we continue this conversation. I, I don't know if I want to yeah. log into any more websites that you're promoting on behalf of your sponsors, although normally I would do that, so I'm – no, I'm kidding. It was nice to hear Warren's voice. I haven't uh, heard from Warren in a long time, but uh... – yeah, you know, hey, make your last point a good one, and now I'm really scared for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, you know, it just, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're all isolated, so just shut off all the electronics and, and you're safe. You won't talk to anybody, but, but you're safe. So uh, tell us about, I mean, this, this was just a, uh, a tough season 
for everybody associated with the Sabres. How would you sum it up? Uh, yeah, listen, it, it, there were so many challenges for everybody. I don't know if another team that lost its $10 million player and clear leader uh, so early in the season uh, really went through as much as Buffalo as far as the COVID situation. Um, I think we hit up to at least six or seven goaltenders by the time the season was done due to injuries at that position as well. So, um, you know, the, the players who got sick and took a while to recover and after the shutdown that the team did have for over a week and uh, really cramming in, well, every other, I know everyone's playing every other day, but there literally was no more than one day break between games for the entire season after the guys came back from the COVID situation. And then to do it without Jack in the lineup and then to do it again without a, a you know, a regular in net that was getting the job done on a consistent basis and just kind of having this roller coaster of, hey, who's this guy in net tonight and having to look up his stats and history, um, it was really stacked against him. So, and then add to what was discussed at the end of the season. Uh, it's just kind of like a continuation of a, a year that Sabres fans really want to put in the rearview mirror as fast as they can. So, Dan, let me ask you a question. The last time we spoke, we actually met at your place in Fort Erie. You moved yep. to Buffalo. So tell me, yep. for all those people, you hear all these stories about what it's like living in Buffalo. Tell us what it is like living in Buffalo. Well, I can tell you, I'm south of the city by about 25 minutes. It's called the South Towns, and it's not far. We're not on the lake, but it's in a town called Eden. So, you know, whenever you move to Eden, you think life's going to be kind of grand, isn't it? Um, so I will say this, though, from a Canadian perspective coming to the States, because it's a great question. I had a lot of people saying, particularly while COVID was going on, what are you doing moving to the States? Um, and at that time, of course, this country here was going through a presidential election that uh, got just a little bit of attention around the world. And I will say, since coming here, um, we haven't met a ton of neighbors because of COVID. I think a lot of people have really been safe in keeping to themselves. But I will say, from a Canadian perspective, uh, you know, you always thought, or the perception was, that things were really reckless in the States, and people weren't really abiding by mask rules. And, you know, I think the attention of the Floridas and some of the southern states were... Um, you know, certain governors were handling things a little bit differently. That wasn't the case here in New York State, which I found out pretty quickly. And everywhere that we go, uh, people have always been wearing masks. Uh, there's been no flare-ups publicly or anybody getting any kind of um, brouhaha or anything over, hey, wear a mask, or uh, even political discussions or anything. So, you know, it was an interesting veil that was lifted for me because I was um, – I won't say nervous, but I was curious as to what this change would be like. But it's actually been fabulous. People here have been just amazing. Uh, the community in western New York is really full of wonderful, hardworking people. Uh, they love their sports teams here, as every city does. They have their core fans. But uh, I'll tell you what, guys, uh, things have been handled really safely and, and well here, and we've been f uh, made to feel very welcome. Uh, as far as the, you know, kind of the feeling of being here around these fans that are upset and frustrated with their hockey team it's very noticeable a lot of people i'll be honest too when you go out and about there are people who kind of gave up a couple of years ago and i certainly remember living and being in toronto for years and talking to diehard leaf fans that going through the lean years they would say the same thing but uh, you know winning will cure all that and then of course uh, perry and jim as you know there's a football team here that's really on the cusp of doing something special and really is it's an everyday countdown as to when the bills open camp and and get their season going again. So, um, And add to that, the Blue Jays are coming, and they're actually selling tickets. So those of us who live here, 
Uh, if we can get tickets, can go watch Blue Jays baseball, which is, you know, it's kind of a really good world here right now. So, Dan, just like a, a general comparison between here and there, the comparison yep. that most of us live by, Canadians more polite, softer, and we say sorry. Uh, have you stopped saying sorry? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I still say against. Um, even when, when calling a game, that's the funniest thing. People will say, you're from Canada, aren't you? And I say, well, I didn't say A yet, so how do you know? Well, you said the word against, so that's another one that really stands out. But... Um, no, you still say sorry, and sometimes you wonder if you're being too polite. Um, but uh, people around here, again, Jim, it's you know you're right. It's kind of like this characterization of everybody. But no, people here say sorry as well. Uh, they say it with a different kind of dialect, of course, or a different twang in the voice, but uh, a Western New York vocab, if you will. But no, they're they're lovely people here, and I, I mean it. And you know, and really, kind of one of the one of the first people that brought that to light is a guy that's been here. Um, for many years, and he's from Sterling, Ontario, out near Belleville, or out that way anyway, for those who don't know where Sterling is. But it's the infamous and extremely well-known uh, color commentator of the Buffalo Sabres, Rob Ray. You know, Razor's been here his entire life, of course, playing for the Sabres his entire career, except for a very brief stint at the end with Ottawa, and then comes back here and joins a broadcast team and works with RJ, and he's been doing it for a number of years. And he has made this his town, obviously, for the way he played. But really what he's done since his hockey career, guys, has been a number one go-to guy who stands up and represents the community here. He does a ton of charity work. And the, the, the area, Western New York and Sabres fans, I swear to goodness, they would vote this guy in as mayor if he ran. I mean, that's how much they love him for what he's done in and around the team. So, I mean, you move here, make it your home, and commit. I mean, you're all in. They're all in with you. So it's, it's really cool that way. You referenced RJ. For anybody who doesn't know, that's Rick Jenneret, and you were brought in as his heir apparent. I'm wondering if, if you feel like that is huge shoes that you've had to fill, and, and what's it like just working with him? Well, the easy answer, honestly, and I think with growing up with such a hockey background and being a, you know, a diehard fan of Ted Darling growing up and watching his games on TV in southern Ontario, um, you know, they're not really shoes to fill. And I don't know if I've mentioned this to either of you before. Perhaps I have in conversations, but you can never fill RJ's shoes. And we just celebrated his 50th year. And you get asked a lot uh, that similar question. But, and you also get asked about what makes him unique. And I'll say this, and it's why you can't fill, you don't fill any legend's shoes when you're, you're kind of the next in line. Uh, what you do is you fill a role and you, you play your part and you let your character be your own character. But the thing about RJ when I'm asked about him a lot is you can't imitate it. There, there's, nothing, there's nothing that I can think of that I could take from what RJ does and kind of blend it into what I do because it, it is so unique. And anyone, as you mentioned, Perry, that knows RJ's calls, I mean, if you start imitating RJ, that means you've got to pull out you just can't pull out a Mayday or a La 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 Fontaine. Um, you, you can't do that. There are some other guys that have a certain cadence to their call, and Rick does. He's obviously a Canadian working here in Buffalo. He has a very classic, um, you know, a very traditional hockey call, which I like to think I have too, as you kind of mix in the way things are done as the years move along. But, um, you know, it's kind of easier for me to take a little bit of a Danny Gallivan or a Bob Cole and kind of weave that into do 
And then you think, well, what can I take that RJ does and kind of weave it into what you do? And I'm thinking, well, you can't because then it sounds like you're trying to be like him because he is so unique. So there are never shoes that can be filled. There's no doubt about that. Um, as I say, it's certainly a role in a seat that, um, you know, listen, there's not many of them in the NHL, and I'm very, you know, as of years ago, 2013, honored that they'd even ask to kind of be here and, you know, give the fans time. It's been eight years that they've had a chance to get to know my voice and understand my way of calling a game. And, um, you know, there's always going to be people that don't want you ever to take over for Rick Jenner or take that chair. That's never going to happen. Uh, same as when Bob Cole left Hockey Night in Canada. There's still people that wish Bob was there, and I get it. So, um, you know, all you can do is just, um, you know, just be yourself. And as far as being around RJ, it's funny, you know, it's, he really is an entertainer because he can be just this very quiet and unassuming and um, I guess quiet's the best way to put it, gentleman who will maybe watch a basketball game while the hockey game's going on in front of him or he's watching golf or something. And then all of a sudden he just turns on this persona of who he is on the air. And again, you, you can't replicate it. It's, it's really one of a kind, and, and that's why he's lasted 50 years. Dan, quick yes guy, no guy on the way out. Uh, you have been vaccinated twice. Yes. Oh, okay. See you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, that was our yes guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's okay. I, you just you, you sort of with that one word, you told a lot of people a lot of things. Dan, appreciate your your time. Thanks very much. I appreciate you guys always. Uh, take care. You too. Dan Dunleavy, voice of the Buffalo Sabres. Coming up next, we'll have Scott Hart, the senior highlight manager for TSN Sports Center. Be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle. 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one 734 3055 or visit his website at brailleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. You're listening to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Use a Fox 40 whistle to be heard outdoors while walking, hiking, biking, and more. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This segment of Yes Guy is sponsored by Murray Hoppin Insurance Limited. Since 1957, Murray Hoppin Insurance has been providing all your general insurance needs while specializing in business insurance. The dedicated staff of Murray Hoppin Insurance takes pride in servicing the hard-to-place industry segments like cannabis, hospitality, vacant and old buildings, and other hard-to-place business. For a no-obligation quote, call them at 416-736-9066 or visit their website, murrayhoppininsurance.com. Guest number three happens to be Scott Hart, the senior highlight manager for TSN Sports Center. Scooter, how are you today, sir? <laughs> Jimmer, an absolute honor and a pleasure to be on the Yes Guy show with the legend himself. So thanks a lot for having me. I'm a good guy. Well, say hi to Perry. He's here too. <laughs> oh, hey, Perry. How are you? Nice to meet you, sir. You got to give me a build up, man. Come on. <laughs> 
this could go off the rails. So, 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 Scooter, Scooter, I, I envision you in your office, the senior highlight manager for TSN Sports Center. I mean, your feet are up, and you're going, "That's a highlight. That's not a highlight. That's a highlight." And, and then, then what walks through the door is. Guy, guy, O-Dog and Al's brother, 200 meters, and you go, it's Christmas morning, let's lead with it. I mean, that's what that's the job, right? <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you said it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going off the rails already. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Close, close description, Jimmy, close, but, you know, not quite. But I will say that uh, Al's brother, O-Dog segment was just, you know, just pure gold. Uh, two, two, two stellar <laughs> athletes. Two stellar athletes right there who really impressed yesterday. Scott, my crack research team has found out that you're a member of the Hart Foundation. I didn't know that. I wrote a book with Bret Hart. He never said that. Yeah, you know, he has a hard time giving me the spotlight, the hitman. You know, and, and listen, in all due respect, I don't, you know, I don't like uh, taking the spotlight away from him. So I just, you know, I just stay quietly to myself. And, you know, I am an honorary member. Um, but, uh, yeah, listen, I've gotten that, that nickname, Perry, that any, any one of those heart foundation, Hitman, anvil, it's something since I've been going to, you know, in grade school, it's, it's been with me and it's been with me ever since. So, um, but yeah, I'll just, you know what? I'm okay. I don't need the spotlight, Perry. I'll, I'll just stay back as the honorary member and I'll let, I'll let them have the limelight. Okay, so so let's get into this this O dog Al's brother race. I mean this this should be a series. You know, I'm disappointed there weren't stewards at various checkpoints, and you know maybe there was an ointment issue we don't know about. But I mean this this is it's taken on a level of organization from the first episode to the next. I mean there, I mean at some point you're talking about selling tickets, right? Oh, you have to. How do you not? I mean it's just it's absolutely pure entertainment. And uh, listen, those you know those are great guys and. How, how can you not? I mean, you just see the reaction it got off off of the uh, you know myself and how many family members and friends I heard from yesterday just saying like you know we need to see something like that every week. So yeah, absolutely, you could sell tickets to that event. It'd, it'd be stellar. Scott, in your career, tell me the one highlight that you thought was the the absolute best highlight, the highlight that you just everyone had to see. Oh man. Um, there are, <laughs> there are so many, uh, but I guess one that really, just one that comes to memory because I had a chance to be there in Vancouver for the, for the Olympics in 2010 was obviously the golden goal from, um, you know, from Sidney Crosby. I think just being in the city, you know, being there, working there with such a great team of people, we were, you know, had so many great colleagues, had a chance to work with them. I mean, you know, the memory of that and just the reaction on the streets, just being a part of it, was just absolutely tremendous. And then if I had to give a secondary one as a kid, probably, you know, Canada Cup, Gretzky de Lemieux. I mean, as a kid watching that, two of my favorite players of all time. I mean, but I'd probably have to say, Perry, out of the huge long list of highlights, that just being in Vancouver and the vibe and everything that happened, and it was just it was out of this world. I want to talk highlights because I spent a big chunk of my life doing them, and, and I'm from the manual, analog, standard def, or, or the origins of, of of highlights. I mean, this is high tech stuff. It's it's easy to do, uh, and I have to say, you've got an army of people that work under you. This, tell us what what you've seen happen, maybe in the last 15 years, and in, in terms of how this has moved forward. 
Well, I think one of the biggest things, Jim, and how it's moved forward, and listen, I started, you know, I've been at TSN now for almost 19 years. I started on what, you know, we all like to call the row uh, as far as, you know, the story editor position, which is the entry-level position at TSN. So I started cutting highlight packs. And obviously the biggest difference that I've seen now in that 19 years almost is, you know, you, you talk about the technology, but I mean, just what the ability we're able to do to tell our stories and having social media now be so prevalent, you know, in the world and especially in sports, you know, what we're able to do with our storytelling to take it to another level, um, you know, not just from a technology, not from the bells and whistles you see on the TV, but being able to use social media and to access the personal, you know, have more sort of access to the players and what they're thinking and their thoughts, just that whole just what goes into that, Jim, it really is incredible. The level of, really, it's the level of storytelling you can take to get that to the next level. It's just, it's unbelievable. You know, for people who are listening, they probably think you got the greatest job in the world because you, you get paid to watch sports. But tell me something <laughs> about when something happens and all of a sudden you've got to switch the script. What's involved in something like that? Well, if you want to talk about sw- uh, you know, switching the script, Perry, I think the last 14 months is really what it's called. What it, you want to talk about switching the script. I mean, doing, trying to put a show on air in the last 14 months during a pandemic is the biggest definition of having to switch the script. So, you know, what we've done, just everybody from top to bottom in the sports center newsroom, from the guys and gals who put the packs together, the producers, the talent, you know, right up to the top, you know, to senior level management has been unbelievable. The fact that we've had to, Take people, they were in the newsroom, and Jim, you know this, you know how busy and crazy stuff that newsroom used to get. Now you're taking all those people. you got to, you know, basically take half the staff, get them set up remotely from home so they're able to do their job correctly. And then not only that, we had to take a ton of our workstations in the newsroom, move them to another floor in the building so we could obviously promote social distancing and, and obviously go by our health and safety regulations and protocols, which we have to follow to a T, which we have done. And everyone's been so tremendous in that. So it has been nothing short of just miraculous, you know, the show. And it's just a huge credit to everybody, especially people I talk to, like I said, friends and family who religiously watch the show who would say to me, like, you can't tell, like the show looks, it looks the same, you know, and that's just, a credit to everyone involved and, and, and how the the amount of stick handling and as, as I always call it, every day is a jigsaw puzzle. You're putting different pieces in different spots and trying to make everything work. But it's been like I said, it's everyone's done such a great job. You know, the shows shows look tremendous. Look, I've golfed with you, so I know what you can do to a jigsaw puzzle. I had to get you guys. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, guys. No problem. I, I was expecting that coming in. I was. Uh, I'm a little tired today. I I held back. Yeah, it's okay. Scooter, thanks a yeah. lot. We'll we'll do this again. Hey, okay, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good weekend, and uh, you and Perry have a good one. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys. Thank you, All Scott right. Hart. Take care, See- guys. Bye, bye.
TSN Sports Center. Stay safe on the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. This segment was sponsored by Murray Hoppin Insurance Limited. Since 1957, Murray Hoppin Insurance has been providing all your general insurance needs while specializing in business insurance. The dedicated staff of Murray Hoppin Insurance takes pride in servicing the harder-to-place industry segments like cannabis, hospitality, vacant and old buildings, and other hard-to-place business. For a no-obligation quote, call them at 416-736-9066 or visit their website, murrayhoppininsurance.com. Coming up next, Yes Guy, No Guy. This is Yes Guy, TS. 1050. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Ken K Construction's painting team knows the value of quality workmanship. Make your walls and ceilings fresh again. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. Ladies and gentlemen, Yes Guy, No Guy is sponsored by Dean Romani, TMG, SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you are considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at mtgdean. Visit his website, deanromani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Yes, guy. No guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned Yes Guy, No Guy on the Yes Guy show. It only happens once a week. Go ahead, sir. At some point in the first round, Freddie Anderson will see some game action. Um, I'm going to say yes, guy. I've called it. He appears in the movie at some point. I don't know when. I, I could be talked into the second round, and I don't know the circumstances. But I, I'm going to say yes, guy, to your uh, your question. Yes, guy. He does appear somewhere in the first round. Uh, yes, guy. No guy. From here, this is the best Leafs roster to enter the playoffs in at least 54 years. <laughs> I guess so, guy. But I mean, it's 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 really hard to gauge fifty four years. But I'll say it's a very good Leafs team. I'll leave it at that. Yes, guy. Okay, go ahead, sir. Do you think at some point some team will reach out and say, John Tortorella, you're our guy? Oh, yes, guy. I mean, it's kind of an interesting image. If you're just making your judgment on sound bites. You would think one way, but everybody has a different opinion of this guy. And, you know, you go back to, because on Friday night, the, the Leafs played the Jets, and, and Dubois hasn't exactly uh, lit up the Jets. So he was right about that. Unfortunately, Lion A hasn't lit up the jacket. So that, that trade sort of went sideways. But uh, I, w- I would agree with his assessment. Uh, maybe his style needs a little uh, massaging, but uh, yeah, I think he's, he's a yes guy for another job. I say no guy. He reminds me too much of Mike Babcock. They won a Stanley Cup, and they're living off those laurels. I don't know what it is with with John Tortorelli. He just seems to want to bring pressure and angst and all kinds of things to the table that I, I, I wouldn't necessarily go after him. Okay, yes guy, no guy. Leafs, Habs, games close, series not. Uh, it's a yes guy, no guy. Yes, <laughs> the series will be close. Close, series not. Games close, yes. Series not, yes. Hmm? Yeah, I, okay, I just good. think it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a one-way street, and I don't see the uh, 
Montreal Canadiens having much of a factor in this series. Okay, go ahead, sir. All right. At, we talked before about Warren Saki. Has what yeah. he said today made you more concerned about your cybersecurity? Um, I'm going to say no, guy, because I was alerted uh, when the pipeline got shut down. You realize that opens up a whole new threat to the democratic society, and it's not a one-off. So I, I was alerted before. So I would say no, guy, uh, to your original question, but but in, in effect I'm saying yes, guy, because this is a big problem. Scary, isn't it? Very scary, and I think what he said is absolutely true. My wife's always telling me, change your passwords. I think I may have to do that as soon as the show's over. Yeah. Okay, guys. So uh, to that end, let me get this out of the way, and, and then we'll um, we'll try and squeeze in another one. Kincaid, uh, Kincaid Construction's painting team paints everywhere. They travel the GTA and beyond. Kincaid painters do it all. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call Kincaid Construction at 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. Yes, Guy, No Guy is sponsored by Dean Romani, TMG, SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, Talk to Dean Romani. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. So we've got about 30 seconds left. Fans in the stands for some of the NHL teams in the third and fourth round against a Canadian team that has no fans is a distinct advantage yes guy yeah that's nice and tight as you wanted it okay yeah that's uh i mean that's just uh that's a bit of a problem but we'll worry about it when we get there uh, so i want to thank everybody for stopping by appreciate your support and thank our sponsors and our listeners and join us next week same time same station for episode 26 of yes guy yes guy <laughs> <laughs>